So today I'm going to be talking to you about sleep and how it impacts your metabolism and how you could optimize it through nutrition, some of the foods we eat. A couple of months ago, I was, um, I went through about a week or two where my sleep was all over the place and a couple of nights where I didn't sleep, not even a second. And so I was up for like 36 hours and we all know the importance that sleep has on, um, our mental cognition and focus, our physical performance, managing our moods. It's, you know, people that don't sleep have higher um, possibility of, you know, developing depression. Um, it's for, you know, it's important for immunity, you know, this is why we sleep so much when we're fighting off viruses. But I came across a couple of studies that kind of freaked me out a little bit. And I know that, you know, sleep is linked to um, higher body weight and um, things like um, the heart heart conditions and um, diabetes and things like that. But these studies like, threw me for a loop and kind of freaked me out. So then I went even farther down this rabbit hole um, trying to figure out how I can optimize my sleep, not have to take, you know, sleeping pills, um, not have to leave Todd because he snores or whatever. Like, how can I optimize my sleep um, with in a natural way? other than not drinking caffeine after, you know, 10. So I found out that sleep is one of the most powerful controllers of your metabolism. So I've been talking a lot about metabolism with it when I was talking about the macronutrients and how they impact it. But um, in one study, they took healthy lean test subjects. Um, and for four nights, they got eight and a half hours of sleep. Their food intake was identical, was strictly controlled. Um, and then after these four nights, they had an intravenous glucose tolerance test that measures your body's insulin sensitivity. Um, we want it to be sensitive, not resistant, right? Because resistance is when you're producing too much insulin, and that's your fat-storing hormone. Um, and then they also did a biopsy where they removed abdominal fat cells to measure how they specifically were responding to insulin. So the first four nights, eight and a half hours of sleep, they did these two tests. Second four nights, they dropped their, they cut four hours of sleep. So these test subjects got four and a half hours of sleep. Again, they're eating exactly the same thing. Um, so the glucose tolerance test after just four nights of not sleeping was suppressed by an average of 16%, meaning that after just four nights of having four and a half hours of sleep, like not even zero hours of sleep like I had, their immune or their glucose tolerance was suppressed 16%, and then their fat cell insulin sensitivity decreased by 30%. So that's comparable between the fat cells from somebody who was lean. Remember, these are all lean test subjects in this study, and to somebody who's obese, clinically obese. So in just four days, our fat cells are responding as if um, these lean people suddenly became overweight or significantly overweight. Pretty scary, like four, just four nights. And so um, that was the one. That was one test. The other, or the one study that I read, the other one that where they did take, um, they did take overweight but healthy test subjects. So um, they they had a few LBs to lose, but weren't obese. They're otherwise healthy, and they put them on a controlled diet again. Um, in the phase one, they got eight and a half hours of sleep, and this was a longer study, fourteen days. Eight and a half hours of sleep in phase one, phase two, five and a half hours of sleep. So they only took three hours away from these guys. Um, and the results, when the test subjects were adequately, adequately rested, they, I should go back up. 
they are on an identical diet, they did put them on a reduced calorie diet, not a low calorie diet. They just had a calorie deficit because they were overweight and they were seeing how the sleep would impact their weight loss goals. So eight and a half hours of sleep, five and a half hours of sleep, they lost 55% more body fat eating the exact same diet by getting eight and a half hours of sleep every night. So that doesn't wake you up and be like, holy, I've got, I got to figure the sleep thing out. Um, I don't know what else will. So I continue down my rabbit hole um, about, you know, how do I, you know, nutrition for sleep optimization. Um, and what you eat and drink is a huge, plays a huge role in not only the quantity of your sleep, but the quality. So if you get six hours of high quality sleep, that's better than eight hours of crappy sleep. Um, being sleep deprived really impacts our microbiome, which I've talked about being the second brain. You're, you know, all like there's 400 times more melatonin in your gut than in your pineal gland, which is where it's produced. Um, and so when your second brain ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. It's kind of like your wife. Um, and sleep-related hormones and neurotransmitters that are produced, a majority of them are produced in the gut. Serotonin, 90% of that is in your GI, con, or GI tract, cortisol, et cetera. So here I've got five specific nutrients and the foods that contain these nutrients that if you consume them, because I did, I started literally eating like this and my diet or my sleep has been, for the most part, really good. Um, and you'll see a lot of common denominators in some of these foods that have a lot of these. So um, the first nutrient I want to talk to you about is the um, prebiotic fibers. They're the foods that are for your gut bacteria to make your gut healthy. Um, foods with resistant starches. Those are the resistant to digestion. And so they keep things moving, keep things happy. It's, it's the, um, the prebiotics are the food for your gut bacteria. It's the food they want to eat. Um, and then probiotics. Um, help improve your sleep efficiency, increase your quality, and you like wake you you wake up less often. So some of these are um, green bananas. The greener the better. As bananas ripe, they go from having resistant starch to sugar. So the greener the better. Um, I like to take to buy them when they're fairly green. I mean not totally green. And I and I freeze them and throw them in my smoothies. Um, avocados full of potassium and prebiotic fibers. Um, green leafy vegetables sweet potato, coconut water. Coconut water is great just for overall hydration, but it has great pre and probiotics for your gut tract. Um, beans, white or black, soak them so you can reduce that lectin. That's their defense mechanism that's toxic to our GI tract. Um, and yogurt, of course, um, full fat, no sugar. Look at the label. Some of these have so much sugar that you might as well just, you know, have a spoonful of jelly. Um, and then the other, the second nutrient is tryptophan. So what do we know? What do we think of when we say tryptophan? We think of, oh, Thanksgiving, turkey, dinner, and that's why I fell asleep. No, it's not. It's because you ate into a building. And let's face it, we all do it. And that's once a year. And it's totally fine. It wasn't the tryptophan in the turkey. It helped maybe a little bit. There's a lot of other phones, a lot of other foods that have tryptophan in them. And tryptophan it's actually involved, directly involved in the serotonin pathway. And so there's tryptophan to make the serotonin, but to, then to make the melatonin, which helps us sleep and stay asleep. Um, so some of these foods that contain tryptophan other than turkey, lobster, eggs, chocolate, dark chocolate, the darker the better, also 
watch out for the sugar. Um, Lily's is a great is a great brand out there that has um, stevia to sweeten it, and it's delicious. Chicken, tofu, cheese, pumpkin seeds is a great sort. Spirulina, um, that's CLG, but you can get it in like a um, powdered form and throw that into smoothies too. Um, and then another, the, the next third, the third nutrient, vitamin B6. So we think about the B vitamins and we think about energy, um, but they're also a critical cofactor um, in the tryptophan serotonin pathway as well. And so you want to try to get the vitamin. Please, if you're taking supplements, I'm not suggesting that you stop taking them. But as with anything, it's so important to get our nutrients from real food first. And then that's why they're called supplements. They're not called replacements. They're called supplements. They're meant to supplement what we're already consuming. So um, you can get some vitamin B6 in yogurt. Did I say that before? I just said that like a couple times, right? Spinach, salmon, sweet potatoes. Did I talk about sweet potatoes already? You see some of these are doubling up. Um, tuna, avocados, talked about avocados, and eggs. I also put avocado in my smoothie. You can taste it, and it makes it really creamy. It's almost like a smoothie bowl. You could eat it with a spoon. I promise. I put it in my kids' smoothies, and they don't even notice. Um, and then vitamin C. So we all know vitamin C. So this is a fifth nutrient. Um, it's not just for your immune system. Certainly we need vitamin C, adequate vitamin C intake to um, protect our immune system. But also higher studies have shown that people with higher levels of vitamin C have greater quality of sleep. And that's what we're going for. You know, we can all, you know, figure out quantity of sleep if you're napping and, and whatever, but quality of sleep. Um, and so some of the, some foods that contain vitamin C, you know, we know the oranges and all the citrus fruits, but there's also um, bell peppers, broccoli, uh, papaya, um, kiwi, strawberries. I put GLB on here. I don't know what that is. So if anyone knows what I was talking about when I made all my notes, what is GLB? But it has vitamin C. And then the sixth and final, did I talk about five? Oh, yeah, so there's six. You get a bonus one. Magnesium. So you may or may not know that magnesium is involved with over 650 biochemical processes within the human body. And I think there's something about 75% of the population, at least in the United States, is deficient in magnesium. This is something that I recommend supplementing for. And be careful because magnesium is also a laxative. So don't find that one out the hard way. So start small and work your way up. But it really helps. It's a regulator in your sleep. So um, magnesium decreases the activity of your sympathetic fight, right? The fight or flight. So sympathetic is your fight. And then the, an increases activity of the parasympathetic, which is, your, which is your rest and digest. And that's what we're doing when we're sleeping, right? Um, also has anti-anxiety effects, calms you down. Um, but it is the number one mineral deficiency in the United States. So in addition to taking a, a quality uh, magnesium supplement, and you guys, I don't know if I've ever told you, but if there are supplements, quality supplements that you are taking or interested in taking, because of my health coach certification, I have a, um, a discount through, it's called Full Script. And so if you guys want to do that, I get it at whatever, I think it's like 20, 25% off, something like that of the, of the, retail price. And so with my 
with my um, certification, you guys can benefit. So just let me know, shoot me an email um, or a message. But some of these foods that contain magnesium, avocados, see, the magic superfruit. I mean, it's more than just like guacamole. Although guacamole is like what happens to an avocado. It's like when an angel gets their wings. Am I right? Like who does not love a big, huge bowl of chips and guac? Um, almonds, pumpkin seeds, said that again, um, dark chocolate, and then I wrote GLD again. I don't know if I can't read my notes. I need to do a little bit better job, so I'm going to find that out, and I will post it when I figure out what I was talking about, but I hope that these um, foods, you like them, and you can add them in, and then, of course, lastly, we want to make sure that we remove what is causing the damage to your microbiome that will be impactful to your sleep. So a lot of these things, a lot of all these, all of these foods, you want to make sure that you get organic, pesticide-free. Um, so you want to remove agricultural chemicals as much as possible. Um, it's not possible to remove it all the way, I promise you. But as, whenever it's in your control, um, anything like pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, rodenticides, you guys side the 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 um, the end of that word, not prefix, whatever, um, is means to kill. So it's killing your healthy bacteria. Um, and there's thousands of these different pesticides, herbicides, whatever, that are approved by the EPA. And they're either estrogenic, meaning it disrupts and damages your reproductive cycle, um, or neurogenic, which they dis damage and disrupt your nervous system. There's one that you might have heard of that called chlorpyrifos, and it was developed by, like, Dole, I think, in the 60s, and it's it's still being used, but it has caused brain damage in babies, um, skyrocketing rates of miscarriage in mothers that have consumed this. So it's really, really bad. And that one specifically acts on the nervous system by inhibiting the enzyme for acetylcholine. Acetylcholine is our primary neurotransmitter for our parasympathetic nervous system, right? Rest and digest. So you're constantly in a fight or flight or the, the fight or flight um, stage rather than, um, you know, being chill and resting and digesting. You also want to remove um, processed foods. You know, don't trust the process. <laughs> this is the only time that you do not trust the process. Captain Crunch looks nothing like corn, but that's what it says it's made from. Um, so make exceptions. Don't make them the rules. And then um, antibiotic use. When, whenever possible, I mean, certainly I'm not suggesting no antibiotics, but if um, they do kill the bad bacteria, but they also kill the good. So you want to be very um, mindful when and how much you're taking antibiotics. And then alcohol. I'm not saying to cut it out, but it really does impact your sleep. And so drinking you know, at least two hours or later before you go to bed will definitely disrupt your sleep system or sleep cycle because it's a toxin. So your body's just busy working, burning that. And so it has to, it has to be, it's not resting because it's getting the toxin out. So if you're going to, going to imbibe, go, go ahead, but just try to, you know, drink plenty of water, at least eight ounces for every glass or cocktail and, um, and mind your quantity and stop two hours at least before bedtime. So I hope you guys have found this interesting. GLV, V like Victor, Golf Lima Victor. Thanks, Christy. So I hope this was good information for you guys. Please let me know if you'd like me to, um, you know, touch on any other subjects you might be interested in learning. And green leafy vegetables. Awesome.
Oh, that is what it is. Yep. So I talked about that first. Thank you. Yes. Green leafy vegetables. They're everywhere. GLB. I'm just tired of writing it, I guess. <laughs> Yay! Uh, the mystery solved. <laughs> so green vegetables, your avocado, your sweet potatoes, and green bananas, and you'll be sleeping like a baby. Awesome information. Thank you so much. I love that. Um, we did have one question, and it was, how, what if you get more than 10 hours or up to 10 hours sleep? What happens then? Is there too much sleep? I mean, I don't know the science on that. I'm going to be honest. I don't know the science backing that, but I do, I mean, certainly there are times when your body will tell you you need more sleep, but there's also that tipping point where me personally, if I'm getting too much sleep, then I feel hungover. So either if I get, don't get enough or too much, I feel hungover either way, regardless if I drink a sip of alcohol or not. Um, it really does, your, your body has a, its own circadian cycle. And so whatever that means for you, some people can do really well in six hours of sleep. Maybe you need 10 hours of sleep. Um, but it also depends on what your, you know, your exertion during the day is too, I imagine. So just base, you know, see how you feel, you know, and um, your body knows what it needs. Pretty dang smart. 